Welcome to Moon Harbor Extended. Today's issue is Hellspawn issue 19, Going Rogue. On the cover, Sapai stands in the center, looking thoroughly frustrated as several people behind them try to get their attention. He then holds up her phone, showing all of Sapai's missed calls. The coincidence holds up part of their holographic conspiracy board, ready to excitedly tell Sapai about a new connection. And in the background, the head stands, arms crossed, frowning, and tapping his watch. We turn the page, and our story begins. We're going to open with the same meeting room that Supai was in in a previous issue with the head. And I think we get them, like, mid-conversation. Um, so as, as like, a refresher, um, last time we had Supai, you had basically, like, gotten orders to kind of get more information but do it on the down low. And, like, you weren't supposed to... Yeah, like, it was, it was on the down low, and then you provoked the head into like sending pickup for the trader, which you like succeeded right. on the roll. So like you got it, but like you weren't supposed to do that. So like consequences. Right. And then also the whole like, oh, you did have a mission and you need to, you need to report back. So I think we get, um, what we cut into is probably like the tail end of the head telling you off. And like, it kind of sounds like stuff that he's repeated a few times, kind of like phrases like, this is off the books, supposed to deal with this on your own. He like talks about he had to do a ton of work to get the trader secured, to get the trader secured in the facility without anybody noticing. Um, The guards and they're like, Demon has um, its own like detention facility. And like the guards now know. And like, yeah, they're used to secret demonic prisoners, but like it's only a matter of time before the other higher-ups find out. And what is Supai's reaction to all this? I think Supai like has this very straight face listening to this and then mumbles something that's too low for like the words to be made out, but definitely loud enough to be like that the head here is that they mumbled something. He pauses from I'm gonna say he was he was pacing while he was talking. Um he pauses and like really turns to look at you fully. Did you, did you find out anything good from this? Well, we've got the trader and I think they're going to be a really valuable resource. Would you have preferred we let them get away? And I think we get like a thought bubble of, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> he pauses and says, unsure about that. I'm going to be spending some time later doing my own interrogation with him and we'll, I'll make up my mind after I talk to the trader. But what did you and your team find out? I'm sorry. I, as I see, need a refresher what we discovered at the end of that. That's totally valid. Um, that was mostly the coincidence doing the talking. You found out about uh, the Cult of the White Death has a new leader, Aaron Chapman. And Aaron had been talking to the trader, exchanging information. So it was, it was the cult stuff that they followed up on? That who followed up, followed up on? Uh, heathen and uh, coincidence. Yes. They went to the headquarters. Other stuff that you all found out, um, he had been like looking into phase demon and powers. Um, They were looking into trying to find out about like specific demons in hell. But like, how can we find out about this information from a source that isn't the traitor and is more secure? And that Faye had been like the main project of the cult for a long time. And like, they're obviously very disappointed with how it turned out but they did learn from it and that the problem with her was that she wasn't a willing experience like she wasn't a willing participant in the experiment um and they are making a lot of contracts with demons right now um which the trader 
the trader did not know the details and was very disappointed about it. And I think that's I think that's about what you got. Okay, cool. I think Supai is going to press their luck and say, we've found some leads. We're following up on them. I'll let you know. Damn, okay. Some, some, some leads. Are you able to give me anything more than that? I was recently told I should be t- keeping a tighter lip. So let me get back to you once we've verified some things. Damn, Supai has some opinions. And they're not scared to, you know... Hint that they might express them. <laughs> Has Supai been sitting down? I think Supai is standing at attention and like, like perfect stock still, but just internally freaking out. Okay. I think the head comes over closer to you. The very like, he's also standing up very straight and like, yeah, very, he gave me straight vibes. Sorry. I mean, you know, I can't make any characters, any NPC straight. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like he's he's also like standing up very straight, looks you dead in the eyes, and kind of like holds eye contact for a good moment before saying, "I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to keep harping on you. I think we're very close to getting to a point where we have the information needed to really try to convince more of the higher ups to take a stand and do something." Well, my team and I will do everything we can to bring you that information, sir. Good. I'll be. Checking in later after however long this conversation with the trader is going to be. You're dismissed. I uh, I think we get panels of me turning, walking out the door. And like the moment I've turned the corner, just like sweat pouring down my face. I think that's a good moment for um, your phone goes off with a text from Heathen. What does this text say and how angry am I going to be about it? Um, you've got You've got two of them. The first one says... Have a good meeting with the head. Love you. See you soon. Just going to go on a quick walk with the coincidence. Nothing weird. And then the second one. Hope the meeting is going well. Thinking of you. Definitely nothing up. Just hanging out with Zira. And I think we see the phone go to my ear as I continue walking down that uh, court, that hallway. God, I forgot. I think there were a few from Zira as well, right? God. Uh, I don't remember what I sent, but I definitely sent a few. Oh, I didn't remember that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, one of mine was like, hey, we're on our way to a cult of the white death base. Don't tell demon. Maybe a trap. XO. Oh, God. Oh, God. So I, I think that one comes in. Supai is calling. He then doesn't answer. And then as you pull like the phone away from your ear, the text from Zira comes in. God. Yep. There's the panel of stared at the phone and just eyes widening and phone right back to the ear to call again. Amazing. Okay, so... At the end of the last session, Heathen and the coincidence, you all had basically like knocked out and then took John captive and were bringing him back to Demon. God. <laughs> Would you all just like stroll in with a captive or like send advance notice for like a pickup or something? We've already established that Zira has very little respect for Demon procedures. So unless Heathen pushes for like an advanced pickup, I think Zira's just going to stroll in with the captive. I think I probably called Fiona. Fair. Okay, well, what what is it that you tell Fiona on the phone? Uh, hey, I need a pickup, and uh, also, when you come, can you bring handcuffs? You should uh, specify the demon-inhibiting kind. Mm, we banished the demon at the end of the last one with uh, the um, chalk circle okay, spell thing. That's fair. Better safe than sorry, but yeah. You just, like, hear Fiona sighing on the other, the other side, and she says, Yeah, um, I'm on it, um... Where am I sending them to? I give her the address. Cool. They should be there in like 
10 minutes. Hang tight. I've got questions, but I guess I'll ask them later. Perfect. And to retcon that, I probably gave them like an address like a couple blocks away. So like we're walking through like back alleys to get over there. Uh, but like, I don't want to get picked up right outside the demon headquarters. That makes sense. And on the phone, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Happy to answer whatever you need. Um, just, you know, uh, get here as soon as we can before he wakes up. Okay, bye. Um, and I think we get like a couple of panels of like you all waiting with your knockdown uh, captive. At one point, uh, Zero is going to turn to Heaven. So, uh, you know, if we wanted to, I have some stuff I could use in here to improvise handcuffs. No, if he's wearing handcuffs right now, that'll look suspicious. I just, and I reach into my pocket and like in my bag and like pull out a pair of sunglasses and a hat and put it on him. And I'm like, we're just going to weekend at Bernie's this. Zero pauses for a second. Weekend at Bernie's? There's a definite pedal where Alana almost tells the truth. And then she's like, yeah, it's a tactical thing I learned in my early days of demon training. Like it's a, it's a carry style. Um, you just like wrap your uh, arms around someone else's shoulders and uh, let them like their body weight hang there. It's a, it's called the weekend at Bernie's. Um, Zero not slowly pulls up a conspiracy board labeled demon tactics and writes the Bernard and notes that everything you just said. Oh my God. All right, let's do it. Yeah, and we absolutely get a panel of the three of y'all holding that pose as, like, oh. some, like, van from Demon pulls up. And then I, th- I think we get some panels of, like, uh, some nondescript Demon employees getting handcuffs on John, taking him into the van, y'all getting some some seats. Y'all, I'm, I'm so happy y'all did that right after my meeting with the head about this. Great timing. <laughs> As the van pulls up, uh, as like everyone's getting in the van, I'm like shotgun, and I go and sit in the front seat. Yeah, and Fiona is in the driver's seat. This just turns to look at you and says, "I mean, I definitely have like official questions that I have to ask as like procedure, but like in general, do I want to know?" I would say no, and I'm shaking my head up and down, like nodding at her while I say no. Great. Okay. Well. We'll save that until we get there and uh, get this guy secured. Um, great. Okay. Yeah, today's going fine. Uh, you know, I for one agree. Today's been going pretty great. Okay. I'll just sit here in silence. Fine too. <laughs> oh my God. I'm good with wrapping that scene there. I feel like that's a good ending point. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think we get some panels of like, just kind of like the follow up of that, of just seeing y'all arrive and um, John getting like taken away down to the detention center. And then I think Fiona go like leads you all over to your uh, super fun cubicle to talk to you. Um, Supai, are you are you in there or do you want to join later? Um, so no one's returned my phone calls, right? Not one bit. I think I'm like just kind of going around all of Demon trying to find any leads on them. And if I could come in the middle of this, that'd be great. Okay. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to split this if that sounds cool. Like. Now that you have like some downtime and the coincidence has their conspiracy boards, like all of them in the office too, for the Harbinger move to happen. And then we can have Heathen talking with Fiona. Does that sound cool? Works for me. Works for me. Yep. Would it be easier if I was already there? Because I'm not really committed either way. I mean, I think it's more dramatic if you come in partway through. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Cool, cool, cool. Why don't we do a Harbinger move first? Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, roll plus savior. Oh, yeah. I forgot you added a new name last time. Yeah. I've got two memories written down. So, 
So, ooh, that was a low roll. Oh. Uh, so, uh, I rolled six. On a miss, I am lost in the present. The DM will tell me how things are so different here and shift my labels according to how it makes me feel. So, what what was it that you were trying to investigate specifically? Well, I, I think like following up on the what, cult of the white death at this point, right? That's our strongest lead. And we now know for a fact that they are doing the things that helped lead to the invasion. In my timeline, just earlier. Um, so try and investigate into that, maybe find an opening or a flaw in their plan, probably. Okay. Hmm. I think you keep finding like bits of relevant information and like are going to need to kind of like all of the things you're finding that's relevant is kind of very spread out and will probably need to be like condensed into its own like conspiracy board. Um, and so I think like while you're trying to organize your thoughts on this, you're also very much struggling with the conversation that Heathen and Fiona are having right next to you. Um, so shifting labels. I think maybe mundane up and savior down. Sounds good. I will swap my plus three and my plus two. Oh, fun. <laughs> so Heathen, I think Fiona starts launching immediately into like the like official procedures she's got to do. Like... There's like the paperwork involved for somebody in custody that she's like trying to get you to fill out. And then like she's kind of got like her own questions she's got to ask very like immediately down to business. I don't think I'm like holding anything back. I think I'm giving them everything they need to know. OK, it's so, like the like the whole story of like going into the headquarters. Yeah, I I mean, it was probably illegal. It was definitely illegal. It was definitely not immoral. And honestly, like the information is too useful for them to get mad at me is the way that I'm thinking about it. So uh, I'm going to tell her the truth about everything. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, we get a good like couple of face journey panels from her from all of this pretty wild information that you were giving her. But she's also like very focused and is taking good notes and writing this down. And this paperwork is filled up very, very well. And so she once she's like she kind of like, gets to a point where she's finished with like the last page and looks up at you. I think like really for the first time, like actually look at looking at you and says, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, that the two of you sure had a day. Um, how, how, how are you doing? I think we've seen a lot of like heathen being very straightforward and like not blinking, not like there's no emotion on her face as she's giving all this information. And then I think we get, uh, like Alana's own face journey where she's like, she opens her mouth to speak and then she closes it and we see her consider, and then she opens her mouth again, and then she closes it, and then she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm great. I'm perfect. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. She raises an eyebrow, but doesn't, like, press the point. And Supai, like, anytime that you want to jump in, feel free. I think, yeah, I'd love to be walking in then. I think I've been listening to this and enter at this point. Then I'm going to walk up and stop right in Fiona and say... O'Sullivan, the head needs you to forget everything you just heard. I'll take care of the paperwork. Well, to provoke. I'm so scared. I am loving this supai rebellious streak. Oh, 11. Oh. Wow. That was an 11 with a plus zero for listeners at home. On my first roll of a session, which is normally a negative three. Damn, okay. I'm just going to have like my hand outstretched for the paperwork. I think there's a moment where like, she looks like she's going to say something and like looks between your hand and the paperwork. And says, I will go talk with him. He then knows who else was involved in this pickup. 
and she hands over the paperwork and I think kind of like squeezes past you because it's a small cubicle and then leaves. As she's walking away, I'm going to say, make sure no one was involved in this. She just keeps walking. I'm going to turn to Ethan and Coincidence. Like, what the hell? Hi, Supai. You look like you're doing great. Sounds like you had a wonderful afternoon. Um, you know, hey. things were going okay. And I think they're not going to be going okay now. I'm going to ask again, what the hell? Did you get our voicemails? Yes. Then I feel like you know basically everything you need to know. I'm going to turn to look at a lot of... <laughs> There's a, probably like three or four panels of silence. And then I look like where I'm like not looking uh, you in the eyes. And then I look at you and I'm like, look, the cult was going to make a move soon. We knew they were going to. And I couldn't wait for your meeting to be over. I'm sorry. After all that happened last time, after mom, after Carl, after the incursion in the city. You ran off alone and unprepared again? Wasn't alone. Not with coincidence. And wasn't unprepared either. We, I mean, okay, well, we were a little unprepared, but like not too unprepared. Not as unprepared as last time. Oh, oh we got beat up bad. But, you know, we're, we're, we won. So I don't think I'm helping. I appreciate your candor, Zira. I really do. And I'm just going to glare daggers at Alana. Look, I didn't want to freak you out. I was going to tell you everything once you were out of your meeting. Sorry. But also, we got information and that's what matters. Okay. What did we get? We unpossessed a demon. Oh. Yeah. Do you have like a board? Show me. Uh, oh, I can't. Still kind of working on that. But uh, I need to ask even for some of the spells later. Uh, Alana, do you want to explain what you did? Mostly you who unpossessed them. I look at Supai and I'm like, it was a really simple spell, modified version from what we did last time with Zilkiev, but the demon wasn't as strong, so not as complicated. And also, uh, because we weren't trying to vanquish it, we weren't trying to like make it manifest in the world. A banishment spell is way easier than a manifestation spell. So, you know, just did a pretty basic ritual, had it manifest. And I mean, we've got some other information other than just vanquishing a demon. There's plenty going on there. Yeah, the one we dealt with was meant to be like a prototype and also one of the weaker demons. Um, so that's fun. Uh, so even in the field, what do we do next? Uh, Elliot, correct me if I'm wrong, but we, when we were looking through the rooms as we were leaving, we found a room that had like, like names of demons on the wall, right? Like on like a whiteboard. Yes, you, you got the names of demons um, that Aaron was looking into. Yeah, Zero got a, like a, a basically made a hologram uh, of the room. So I think that's what Zira's going to do now is just project the hologram of the room with the like meeting room with all the names that we saw. As that pops up, I like gesture for you to put it away. I'm like, why don't we uh, check out a meeting room so we're not doing this in an open cubicle space? Uh, I wouldn't describe this cubicle space as open, kind of tight, but sure. Yeah. And I don't think we actually check out the meeting room. I think there's probably a process for it, but we definitely just like walk over and walk into one. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I'm going to add a panel of the three of y'all leaving the cubicle and like we kind of see like from the outside of the cubicle you know how like break rooms have like OSHA regulation posters I think one has been placed like on the outside of your cubicle and has like an add-on about um OSHA welding procedures so uh as we step into the meeting room I like gesture for Zira to put up the uh room again like project the room project the other room that we were looking at inside this room yeah 
uh, Zira does that. And as he's doing that, he'll be like, oh, um, Supai, what did you learn from your meeting with the head? Anything important? We never asked. Um, I'll tell you the details later, but let's keep this stuff a bit quieter. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I'm always down to keep secrets. But aren't you the one who's all about reporting everything and, you know, going everything with procedures? The procedures have changed. Um, I'll make the reports. Okay. You both hate paperwork anyway. Zero shrugs. This is satisfactory to him. Alana definitely cocks an eyebrow but doesn't say anything. Supai chooses not to see that eyebrow. I do not see. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, that's the room that we were in. Look like some sort of meeting room with all the names of a bunch of demons and contracted and stuff. Um, kind of a mess, but here. So we learned that they're trying to manifest another one of me, basically, but this time with an adult host and both the host and the demon are consenting, which is the reason why there were no demons in Moon Harbor, with the exception of the traitor, because all the demons in the area have all gone down to hell to negotiate these contracts. So that's unnerving, but we do have a list of potential partners, participants, I suppose. Um, I'm also going to add that the stuff he found definitely was implying not like a new heathen, but like multiple. Yeah, I'll relay that message there as well. And I think I look at Supai and I'm like, this is potentially really dangerous. I think Supai is just like looking over these lists of names. Yeah. Do we know a timeline? Elliot, do we know a timeline? Um, I don't think so. Um, When there's kind of like parts that have like stuff about different contracts, but only one of them was in like a different color, which had like John and his yeah. demon's name on them. So that was kind of like, oh, that one is like signed, completed. That's happening. But it didn't look like the others had happened yet. So, um, well, in my timeline, uh, John or well, not John specifically, but, you know, the person that John is mirroring in, in your timeline um, worked as a sort of test run to convince more of them uh, to go through the merging of demons and that it was successful. Um, we beat John, so I don't know if that's going to slow or speed up their plans. I really hope slow, but... <sighs> I mean, we did, you know, leave a message for them that there were eyes on them, for lack of a better word. I, I can't help but think you're being literal. Not about the eyes. All right, so probably sped up the timeline. Though they might see it as a failure, the fact that John was beaten and very easily unpossessed might make them do something risky. Maybe we can catch him off guard. Besides, what's a couple of demons? We can handle them. I think Sifai is like running their finger like along the list of demon names. Do we know anything about them? These? Elliot? Um, there wasn't anything beyond like the names on there. Um, so not that you got from the room, but like you could do research. Yeah, or any demon files and stuff if we try to, if we spend some time cross-referencing names or any like major names. Heathen, is that something you were going to look into? You, you... I mean, I've got books I can go read and do some digging. We found plenty of information on Zilkiev and a little bit on Veronix. So we might be able to go find some information on these five. Um, someone should probably check the demon records. Uh, and start with then... yours. Um, if we check the demon records, let's. Do it discreetly. Our other option is to go pay a visit to one of our friends in hell and check in with Ravenous or maybe Natalia might know something. 
Why don't I start with the books, see what I can see. And then after that, uh, we will check with our next steps. That sounds good. I think I need to request another meeting. Just a reminder that you'll have that blank hell pass. We do have a help. That's true. Never got used. Like, if you want want the meeting, like, definitely go for it. I just want to, like, throw that out there in case y'all forgot. I did forget. I'm not, as a player, sure where to go with it. The hell pass. Okay. We do know vaguely that the demons are kind of gathering around. I believe it was the creator told us it was, like, a castle, right? Or or the sort of, like, main city or something. Yeah, like the capital of hell. Capital. I don't know if going straight to the capital of hell unprepared is a smart idea, but... I would say no to it. <laughs> and my meeting could just be a really, really ballsy text instead. Supply has got like zero people saying no to them tonight. Maybe they're just getting more and more confident. Yup. And you know what? Sending a text like this off to the head before jumping into hell would be delightful. Oh, if God. we have a place in hell we want to go. Uh, but I guess... Let's start up with the finding out if we know anything about these demons that might help. So with uh, my like traits of my past life, uh, one thing that I have is a wealth of obscure knowledge. I uh, don't know if that would be super, super helpful right now, but uh, it is a thought if we wanted to look into that. I don't have like reading the files or anything like that, but I do have that wealth of obscure knowledge. Yeah, I think also like you could get some answers from assess the situation. That is a move that exists in this game that I could roll right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's an 11. Nice. Yeah. So on a 10 plus S2. So I've still got still got it, which is uh, the uh, move that I took at the beginning, uh, which allows me to ask one of the following questions, even on a miss. The questions are whose powers are the most trouble? What here is out of place? What is everyone focused on? Anyone have any suggestions for if any of those are helpful? Whose power here's the most trouble could give us a hint about which demon we should be most worried about. You want to go that route? I like that. Let's do that. So uh, my first question is going to be from Still Got It. It's going to be whose powers are the most trouble? So they are all powerful, dangerous demons, but they all have they all have very different like power sets. The one whose powers are the most trouble. Hmm. I think this one is a bit of a tie between Zazetas and Thanos. Um, Zazetas is kind of like a black hole. They just consume light around them and spread out their own like personal darkness, which can cause like nightmares uh, and just apathy. So like really, really good at subduing enemies. And then Thanath is very seemingly powerless. However, when he kills somebody, he like absorbs their power for a time, but it's amplified. So if things got into a fight, that could get really fucked up. I relayed that message to everyone and I'm like, okay, so going in uh, guns blazing, especially with the latter or both of them actually sounds like a really terrible idea. Going in, if we could go in like quickly for that second one might be our best option because if he hasn't killed anyone then i mean he's powerless so we just take him down really quickly i mean optimally no matter which demon we fight none of us die that would be the plan um also you get another question as a reminder uh i'm gonna go with how can we best end this quickly so i can make that a little bit more specific if you want uh yeah sure 
Uh, specifically, I'm looking at like, how can we best, rather than trying to take down all the individual demons, how can we make it so these contracts don't exist? How can we like nullify these contracts or stop the like contract negotiations from happening? Probably the best way would be with backup, like stuff that you know from the trader is that these contracts are all happening like within the capital of hell, which is like probably not the best idea to just go into alone. Um, so like maybe if with all this information you were able to like talk with people in demon and try to like get a whole bunch of backup, then maybe you could go and like destroy the contracts there. So uh Supai, you said we're not supposed to talk about this a lot. So how would you recommend we get back up then? We can do this. Like our team can deal with this. We'll just take them one at a time. We don't have to kill them. Just cut off their hands. They can't sign. I mean, we also have other friends in the hero community and other people we've worked with in the past. We could reach out to some some of them. Can I ask that you not do that? Like, give lo- yep. make me give logical reasons why we're not getting another cast involved? Because Oh, yeah, I was trying to think of NPCs, and I was like, as I was saying that, I was like, we don't have any NPCs that we've worked with before. Besides, gotcha. like... I just don't want to, like, bring up, well, why aren't we getting our friends involved? But the answer is, they're not part of this. <laughs> I don't have in-character reasons. Because that would be a crossover. <laughs> if I was Ali, I could just say budget issues, but... Demon has strict protocols about bringing in outside consultants. <laughs> Perfect. We'll retcon all that. Sean, take it all out. Get rid of it. We don't need it. Though, if I know anything about our editors, I see, uh, all of this will stay in because um, our editors, I see, are terrible, terrible people. <laughs> I see did yeah. really dirty in the past, in the most recent Cataclysm crew issue that came out. I um, enjoyed it. It was great. Thank you. There were like three things. Like one was a really terrible German accent. And there was another thing that I like, I was like, oh, we'll take this out in post. And Icy kept it all in. And I was like, you're a monster. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, we'll take that out. Um, and I'm like, I don't think that's the best plan. I think we definitely need some backup. Do we want to go grab, like, I don't know, Ravenous and Igneous? That could be a start. I don't, I mean, I've been asking Demon for help with dealing with this, with this for a while and... Most of them have not really seen it as a big problem. I'm not sure. Um, we could try to get some help from him, but I don't know how successful it would be. Revens and Igneous are good ideas, though. I'm okay with that. So it sounds like our plan is get two very large demons, go to the capital of hell, sneak in somehow, take out each of these demons one at a time, but quick enough that the cult doesn't get wise before they all can sign a contract and Aaron Chapman can manifest a demon inside their body. Is that what I'm understanding here? Yeah, that pretty much nails it. Yeah, it sounds like another day on the job. And PT. I look between the two of them and I'm like, this is the craziest plan I've ever heard. And I'm the one who went to take on an entire cult single-handedly while demons were invading the city. Is that a bad thing? I mean, I won, so maybe. Well, there you go. But also, everyone I love died. So, you know, hmm. also maybe. Let's not repeat that part. If we do this, Supai, you're the leader here. This is your mission. You're the one who has the most knowledge about hell and about, like, all of this. So it's your ball game. I will obey orders. Find out as much as you can about them. We should go soon. 
We've got the hell pass, but I think that's probably best used for getting to the capital itself. So we have portals set up at the Haven and uh, in the lava pit. So we should be able to just get down there without needing like a special pass. So step one, we go to get our allies. I guess that implies that we bring them back here and then portal in again. That sounds like a terrible idea, actually. Um, uh, I don't know where the capital city is compared to the Haven, but it sounds like we're going to be huffing it. Maybe we can convince them to meet us. I think we can teleport in. They can catch up. It's easier for demons to move around hell than us. That's assuming we can convince them to help at all. I'll talk to Ravenous if one of you go talk to Iggy. I can talk to Iggy. Yeah, he likes you the most. Still need so, to find a way to eat his lava soup. I've been working on a lava filtering device to like make the heat go down. But not quite there. Oh. This is like a really elaborate one of those survival straws. Yeah, basically. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm imagining. A survival straw into like a gas mask. Fantastic. Supai, while we're gone, can you try to track down the coordinates for the capital of hell? Um, I know we know about where it is, but I'd love to get as close to the city as possible. Like if we can land like right outside the walls in like a shadowy part so they can't see us, that would be ideal. See what I can find. All right, break. Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T. Huth, and Elliot Peterson, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T can be found on Twitter or Instagram at TPHuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot can be found at Elliot Yelen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T- Y-L-E-N. Sean can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. The music in this issue is Halls of the Undead by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. This issue is GM'd by Elliot Peterson. The coincidence was played by Amr Amaraz. Amr is what happens if puns gain sentience and develop a love of math, writing, and superheroes. They lend their voice to a variety of projects, both as a writer and a performer, as well as design games of their own. You can follow their exploits on their Twitter account, at Amaraz. That's A-M-M-O-U-R-A-Z-Z. Supai is played by Icy Sheets. Heathen is played by T. Huth. Heathen was played using the Enduring Playbook. The Enduring was written by John of Listen to These Nerds. They can be found at LTTNCast on Twitter. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at MoonHarborCast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you so much for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue. Here with this demon, it's not as strong as Yilkiev was, so uh, it was just a modified version of the spell that we did last time to remove from my body. Uh, rather than trying to vanquish You're getting... it completely... 
I'm getting a lot of distortion. I don't know if that's on my side or yours. I can hear it too. Uh, let me just connect and come back in. Testing again, trying again. How we doing over here? Again, again, again. Sounds good. Cool. Um, it was just a modified version of the spell from last time. It's a little bit simpler, stronger of a demon. And also... Okay, it got back again. Yeah, it came back again. Oh, it's only distorted when you're doing lines. That's the trigger. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me switch internet stuff. Give me a sec. Okay. Zero awkwardly looking over to the pie. So, uh, nice shoes. They look shiny today. Thank you, Zira. Nice. Um, I'm glad you're all okay. <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. Because last time y'all were in like the camouflage robes that were like projections, I think. <gasps> I know tease that oh, back, God. but did y'all take those off? Oh, gosh. That is a great question. Um, I have to think on whether or not Zira has done that. I imagine Lana probably wanted to get out of that as fast as possible. We T comes back. I don't know if Zero did or not. Amazing. <laughs> no one t- pointed out to Zero. Zero might not have registered that he's still wearing it. Oh, that's delightful. And uh, nobody pointed it out because I just completely forgot till now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, while we're here, uh, I realized that in advanced, and I was wondering if you were cool with me taking as the advanced uh, Kirby craft as, and have it just be a hoverboard. I fucking love that. Fantastic. Perfect. Let's try again over here. How are we doing now with the words now that I'm doing and wording and nowing and doing the thing? I'd That's like good. to re-ask for a vote that the standard testing be singing the entirety of Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. <laughs> Please no. Hopped <laughs> <sighs> off the plate at LAX. <laughs> I only know one line and it is party in the USA. Same. <laughs> oh, no, word for word. I I was that person. I I had a feeling. I, I, used, I probably knew it at one time because like my sister and I might be in the same room and I'd be playing Minecraft and keep you watching Disney. And so I watched a lot of Hannah Montana. So I probably knew the lyrics at one point. They're no longer in my mind. <laughs> You're free. Are we doing all right now? The sound better? Quality better? All the things? Take a line yeah. real quick. All right. Uh, what was I saying? Um, Give me a call me Ishmael or something. Okay. Well, also, before we do, uh, we did remember a valid point. Uh, last time, Heathen and Zira had been in those like projections of the cult robes. Um, are you still wearing those? No, I definitely dropped that. So the question is, did you point out to Zira that they were still wearing that? Because he would not register he was unless someone else pointed it out. Otherwise, he'd keep wearing them. I probably wouldn't have till we were in the car with the rest of the... Uh, um, demon members mm, okay and then i think i probably wouldn't have pointed it out because i think it was funny fair then yes you're still wearing it okay then nice robes where did you get robes <gasps> oh huh oh these uh i tap them and they turn into like a halloween witch costume and then i tap it again and it like turns into a uh what's a turns into like a uh, like in the, like a French military costume and then press it again and like suddenly Zira is dressed up like uh, like a bad Hercules cosplay and just keeps tapping it and cycling through stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, these things. Neat, right? They're pretty handy. Anyways, Alana, you were saying about demonic possession in, in this weird canonical timeline that has been disrupted by recording. <laughs> Have fun, Sean. Yep. Have fun editing this into into a logical conversation. I see. Oh, this is extended. Not my job. No, yeah. Uh.